Welcome to Audacity Marketing with Hazel Kimpo and Michelle Frechette. On this podcast, we'll challenge you to think differently and break free of the same old strategies. We'll push you out of your comfort zone and encourage you to think outside the box. So take notes, make bold decisions, and be audacious. Hey, Hazel. Hi, Michelle. Excited to be back for another episode. I know. It feels audacious. I'm sitting here freezing because it's snowing here and you're actually in a jacket today. So, and you're in California. So I feel like maybe the whole world is a little bit chillier today. I don't know. It is. I'll tell you about a phenomenon in California is in December. You're always like the insulation isn't as good in our houses here for winter. Mm-hmm. So in California, actually outside, it's lovely. No jacket inside you're bundled up. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> it's cold from overnight. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, well, a couple of weeks ago, we or recently we talked about data and why that should drive some of your marketing endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, but counterpoint, you have a good one, Michelle. What are what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I I appreciate data, but I hate and I mean like abhor, like loathe having to congregate data, like pull the data, massage the data, interpret the data. I am a gut girl. Like I go by my gut and I will say probably as often as people are correct with data, I'm correct with my gut instinct on things. Mm, and yeah. so, and I'm not saying like I'm, you know, omniscient. Do you have data <laughs> to back that up? I do not, but I have my gut instinct that it's, that I'm correct. <laughs> but I just, I, you know, I, it's, and I, I'll say I'm not data driven in that I'm not looking at numbers, but I look at trends. I see what's happening, right? I understand. Um, there was that whole last year, like past the I'm passing the phone to the person who on TikTok and that kind of thing. Mm. And and so I I pivoted that. I use that for podcasters, and I'm like ha- passing the podcasting mic to and I had like 13 different podcasters in WordPress, and I stitched all those videos together and put that out on International Podcasting Day that kind of thing to be able to ride the wave, work with your gut, know when it's too late to jump on something. Like I wouldn't start um, an ice bucket trend, you know, challenge today. Cause like that's been and gone. Uh, you know, what is the next one? We don't know yet, but those kinds of things I say, I kind of go with my gut. I don't need to lead the trend, but to know how to jump into it quickly and know how to use it appropriately within the context of the community or the ecosystem. So, um, and I'm and like I said, I'm not like saying everything I do is 100. percent I'm not saying everything I do. Michelle, everything you do a million money. percent Well, I put in that much, but I'm saying it's not necessarily <laughs> yeah. going to be like we raised our revenue by 50 percent because but we even, had a gut. And if someone did data, they're not going to get that either. So exactly. I love this conversation. I say, do you mind if I start with one of the examples you you threw in the intro? There, yeah, was about. Um, you know, like an effort that you did for viral social media, right? The TikTok past the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, these type of things are really interesting because you're right. Those social media, when you're wearing a social media hat, you're very much working on a lot of gut. Where I would love to tie data into that, that I think is super important, is if I had someone on my team working on a video like that, heck yeah, do it. I trust your gut all day. But what are you, what number is going to measure success on it? Mm-hmm. I'm still, because like, Okay, because you can't tell me if it went well. You can. You can tell me if it went well based on your gut, but I am less inclined to believe you based on data. Now, 
that's where it becomes challenging, right? The decision right. versus the outcome. Right, for sure. What are your thoughts on that, though? That like having uh, one can find measurable for a for a gut decision. I think it for people like me, it's important that you have somebody like you who's working on the team. Because when mm-hmm. you have a team with, even if it's just two people, where one person is more the numbers data person and the other is more the, this is my gut and this is what I think. And it's not that we both can't have crossover, right? We're not two separate circles. We're a Venn diagram. There's things that overlap for sure. Um, but having somebody who's your counterpart to be able to balance that and understand what metrics you're looking for, right? You, for you to say, I like the idea, but do you think we can target to get X number of views or X number of mm. you know, this number of people in the funnel or those kinds of things, as opposed to, I like it, let's do it, even though it's just branding and it's not going to bring us any absolute sales. Um, it's just going to start to feed the funnel, you know, whatever, however you look at it. And some mm-hmm. of that is how much time is it going to take to do it? Is it something I can do quickly, right? So like we had an episode earlier this year where we talked about social media and how I just go off and do things sometimes and Mm -hmm. they work or they don't. But the the point is we're out there doing things as opposed to I want to spend $2,000 on a video and I want to, I need to do this money and we need to do that. And now we're talking about more than like an hour of my time. We're talking about actual expenditure, not just time, but actual money. Now we need to look at a little bit of a different of an ROI on that, because if we're going to spend money on it, as opposed to, yeah, but she'll take an hour of your time and do it, then we have to look at the at what the expectations should be. Mm-hmm. Yep, that makes sense. And I can see that there's an interesting um, balance there of like, sort of like the things you have room to try every day yeah. um, versus maybe what I would call big bets. Like for instance, sometimes you would go on your gut on even launching a new product, for instance, Mm -hmm. or like a product launch or a feature, you know, like, hey, I really feel like I hear a lot about people talking about this trend and Mm -hmm. I can't prove it, but it seems like there's something about this. Years ago, Mm -hmm. Michelle and I dated ourselves often on this, but this was years (laughs) ago, um, bacon was coming into the zeitgeist. I don't know if anybody remembers the early 2000s. It was like bacon, there was like bacon vodka. It was kind of like one of the first like big meme things of the internet. Mm-hmm. And I threw a bacon themed party and it would be on that kind of gut of like, hey, there's something going on here. And oh my God, it hit like national news. It was like a big deal uh, for the brand that we threw the party for. So mm-hmm. um, I think being tuned in and marketing is really interesting on your gut. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a different type of data though, that I think you're going to agree with a little bit more. And that's like a customer avatar, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of your decisions that are gut are because you have a natural ability to read a customer really well. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't have that, do you suspect they could train it by having like solid data to back it up on like a customer avatar or customer journey, et cetera? Absolutely. And I think some of it also depends on your audience, right? So somebody who's coming into your um, your community or your ecosystem brand new, now maybe they know marketing, but they're brand new to your ecosystem they need to, number one, trust some of the people that are informing them, but also do a little bit of research into the community, right? It doesn't have to be hard numbers, but you have to at least look at what are the kinds of events, what are the kinds of social things that are happening, and like kind of engulf yourself a little bit in what that culture looks like to be able to lean into that a little bit. So I think it can be learned for sure. 
Um, but I think it takes a little bit of trust of other people. And I think it takes a little bit of self-education as well as perhaps, um, you know, some actual immersion into some different events and things like that. Now, here's a question for you that you're very good at going with your gut. Do you suspect it is very confined to like a WordPress space or a social media space or something that you, because you're an expert, or if you got a job tomorrow at the mortuary, would it be the same thing? Go with your guts. <laughs> I, <laughs> the mortuary guts, I got it. <laughs> I think some of it depends on if it's absolutely completely foreign to you. Like mortuary, like we've all been to funerals. We know what it looks like to pick out a casket. Whether you've not ever done that or not, we've seen it in TV, we've seen it in movies. Um what would be really foreign to me and not necessarily gut driven is let's say somebody says, we need you to come help us. And we're doing package design, just the size and the shapes of the boxes. Like I would need to do a little more research on what the size and the shape of a box should look like or what the packing material should be. Like if I'm trying to make decisions about that in order to use that and say, Hey, look at, we even package these eggs so well that you can ship them from here to China is a different, I would need a little more research before I could say, I can put that on a social media. And then everybody in China gets all these broken eggs. And they're like, oh, that didn't work. Right. So like, I don't know if that's the right example. But, but there are things that you can have more of a understanding of just by living life and by observing. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like, who knew that new Coke wasn't going to be awesome. I know I, I talk about Coke all the time, right? Like yeah. new Coke, the idea behind new Coke was like, we have this thing, look at how we can, we take this thing that we've had forever. We can make it even better. And everybody was mm -hmm. like, no, <laughs> they're like, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. Right. So, and there are other things that we can point to over time that do that same thing. And so I think it really has to do with understanding the audience. And then one of the things I want to talk about in a future episode, which is on our list of things, is pivoting, right? So so let's mm. say you trust your gut and gosh, it just didn't work because of whatever reason, then you have to figure out how you're going to recover from that. And that happened a lot, for example, when the pandemic hit, right? There was all of these things that people were marketing on, that people were talking yeah. about, and that all of a sudden, like people launched brand new restaurants, in 2019 that closed in 2020 because they didn't have the name and the sustainability yet to be able to offer that curbside pickup and weather the storm of COVID. And so it really just, there's so many outstanding factors that even when you trust your gut, even when you have the numbers can still say, mm, the universe says no, not right now. Oh, for sure. That's marketing and business uh, everywhere. Right? Sure. It's like all yeah. the things that we all do, we'd all be billionaires. Uh, I, I wish. <laughs> but I do think with the gut, I think the part that, that came to light as you were talking, and I think that would be really good for the audience to know is it's really about kind of understanding the human condition, not to sound like overly lofty about it, but honestly, it's, it's true. studying humans. As we were talking about, yeah, you're not a graphic designer, so you don't have like a gut feel for how big a box should be. And to be clear, not what we're talking about. I'm an event planner. I can tell you with a gut feel generally how many people can fit in a room. Also not what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> talking about the things that you can apply to a mortuary or a WordPress mm -hmm. business. Um, and yes. that is kind of the way humans react to things. Um, I'll share one of my best tips that I love learning about human psychology. And it is a very easy tip. And it is, well, two. I have two tips. One is a TV show called Brain Games on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it is okay. like from the mid-2000s. And I... It is the best show on marketing I've ever seen. It's not on marketing, but it is so good. 
I've learned so many tricks on there from marketing. And off, often they have Jonah Berger, who is a marketing author uh, on there doing things. But Brain Games will teach you so much about understanding. And they have a whole episode actually on gut. So Ooh, <laughs> I will have to look that up. <laughs> uh, number two is I am a creep on airplanes. And I always like kind of look over and see what people are doing on their phones constantly yeah. i always want to see what other people are doing on their i am like obsessed with knowing what a stranger is doing on their phones and how they use it um and i think just like obviously like being that kind of creep and watching people a bit honestly like not a creep but it's sure um it's really a way to hone your gut of understanding why do people do things i mean a great example very currently not to get into the politics of it all but like you keep hearing everybody say uh, the government is saying that the economy is doing so well, but people are saying it doesn't feel like it's doing so well. And like, there's this big difference of yeah. data and gut right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think um, too, that there's this, like you could do a gap analysis too, to see where there's a need for things like new products and things like that, right. That can actually mm-hmm. fit a niche. And sometimes, you know, it's going to be a fad. It's going to fit a niche for a specific amount of time. And then people are going to pick up on it and try to replicate it. And it's already too late. Right. So like, I think of things like the pet rock of the seventies, like we don't have yep. rocks with eyes sitting on our desks anymore. Cause it was such a novelty, such a bad thing. Um, but there are other things like, computer mice like everybody has a mouse in their house right like that kind of mouse so that was not a fad that it picked up quickly and it sustained and it continues to morph for what it looks like how it works all those things um whether it's got batteries or rechargeable so there's all kinds of ways that you can look at gaps and things like that so like for example i i, I think when you said something about the beginning like when you launch a product or you launch something immediately came to mind not to pat myself on the back but maybe a little I launched WP speakers this year, right? And we talked about that before. Mm, I, I thought yep. about it. I I bought the domain about two weeks. And then two weeks later, I was like, I'm going to build this thing. I started building it on Monday, soft launched it on Wednesday. And by Friday, I had over 100 people signed up for it or around 100 people signed up for it. Love it. It's still growing because it actually fit a need that I could see. And then I executed it in a way that worked. But also, I knew that my position in the community would help sell it as opposed to somebody who is kind of sitting at home who's never put themselves never spoken at a WordCamp, never been anywhere um, and doesn't have any kind of following trying to launch a project that doesn't have that kind of base included with it and so there's a lot of things that go into that gut like somebody else could have thought that was a great idea but didn't have the people to help move it forward or didn't have their own notoriety to help move it forward it's not going to move forward as quickly because the guts there, but the execution isn't there too. So there's there's more to it than just really like, I think it's a good idea. Well, tell me this. Here, I have, I have a tough question for you as we close okay. out this episode, which is, yeah. okay, imagine Michelle Frechette from 20 years ago uh, showed up today uh, at your job and was hired on, and you want to give her some tips on how to hone her gut. What do you tell mm. her? I tell her to get out there, attend events, and learn what people are looking to do. Look for mm. where there are, are gaps to be filled. Figure out what people are hungry for, even if they don't know they're hungry for it. Find those places. Listen to the listen to people's conversation about what's needed and the things that things don't do. The reason that there's at least 10 really popular form plugins is because none of them do all the exact same thing. Each one of them finds a way to fill the gla- fill a different gap that the other ones don't. And in order to be successful, you need to look for those places to fill those gaps. I love that. And what I think that can be a really interesting takeaway from this 
for a team to be especially audacious is if there's room for everybody on your team to have this, um, you have real power if you have a very diverse team in this. Because for instance, the 22 year old hanging out on TikTok has a different view of life than the 60 year old, you know, who lives on next door. And both are valid in very different ways. And I think having a diverse team is super important when it comes to gut and I mean with anything, but I mean, it's a very tangible way that, mm-hmm. hey, different viewpoints can make a real difference here. Especially if you're targeting a different part of the audience. So somebody my age with the experiences I have is not going to be able to sell to an 18 year old the same way that 22 year old you just talked about does. So that's why Absolutely. I agree. Diversity is absolutely is and, part of the mix. And I think your new Coke is a great example full of them going off data trying to sell you without having other Yeah. It always it, it it always isn't just make it better. Sometimes it's make something in addition to, not instead of. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, you are the queen of going with your gut and <laughs> and I, I always like rely on your data. <laughs> I know. I feel like we should write like a probiotic book. There's like an analogy in here somewhere. <laughs> we'll figure it out over the holidays and come back with something exciting (laughs) all right thanks michelle yeah take care this has been michelle rochette and hazel kimpo with audacity marketing dare to be different and dominate your market with audacity